I had a dream last night in which I was standing in my middle school but then the dining hall was our college mess and my grandmother was there teaching me how to you know what the details don't really matter because it made no sense that's just how dreams are but when I thought back I realized that some story about that school had come up during the day and I was thinking about that quite a bit and I also remembered that I should call my grandmother since I haven't spoken to her in really long so in some senses even though it seemed like a muddle of random details i think my dreams really grasped at whatever was going on in my subconscious and that's exactly where the origins of dream analysis in therapy came from psychoanalysis was interested in dreams as the royal road to the unconscious as freud put it many other psychoanalytic theorists also worked with dreams and in their interpretations But now dream work can be incorporated in a number of different therapeutic frameworks not just psychoanalysis. There are different ways to do this, but today let's explore one model that gives a good idea of how various theoretical models can contribute to the way in which dreams can be worked with in a therapeutic setting. This is the Hill cognitive experiential model of dream interpretation. So I believe this model was developed by psychologist Clara Hill a couple of decades ago. And as you said, integrates aspects of everything from psychoanalytic and gestalt practice to humanistic and cognitive behavioral theories too. Her model of dream work follows roughly three stages, which are incidentally the same three stages that she describes in her integrative model of helping skills. Sanaya, can you explain these steps more clearly? Of course, the first step here is exploration, in which the client in therapy does exactly that with a dream of their choice. This stage is mainly based on humanistic models of therapy and uses a lot of open facilitation of a deep look into the details of the dream. This would start with retelling the dream as elaborately as possible. And most importantly, this retelling happens in first person present tense. So you would say I am in my middle school and my grandmother is speaking to me, not the past tense as you naturally started telling me at the beginning. Oh, That's interesting. I can see how that would really place the person in the middle of the dream, kind of allowing them to re-experience it as if it was happening then and there. Precisely, that's what you're going for. This also allows for the next question to be explored effectively, where the client reflects on their feelings both during the dream and right after they woke up. Often the trajectory of feelings across the dream also helps guide the next step. If there are a number of specific images to the dream, the feelings may change as the scene of the dream changes. The client is asked to separately explore each of the major images they pick out, usually sequentially. The acronym DRAW or D R A W is used to guide the thinking about these images, first describing, then re-experiencing feelings that came up with it, then considering what associations you have with that image. and finally looking at waking life triggers that could have contributed to that image arising in your dream ah uh, i see so i may look at say the image of my grandmother speaking to me and describe how she looked her expressions what that made me feel like memories i have associated with her and of course that i haven't called her in a while what i've been thinking about in my waking life Yep, and it goes without saying. The therapist also plays a significant role in guiding these explorations, but at this stage it's mostly the client talking. In the next of the three main stages though, the therapist does collaborate with the client in some ways. This stage is to facilitate insight based on what you've just explored with the dream. 
Generally, the client would start with sharing whatever their initial understanding of the dream may be and then work more closely with the details to together construct a meaning of the dream. So there are a number of levels on which this can happen, which are all specified by Hill, including waking life, paths of self, the experience, spiritual level, or even their relationship if it's in couples therapy. At the end of this, the client would simply summarize the meaning of the dream as they understand it now after the exercise. Wow, that seems like a lot to be hidden in a dream. Can we really know for sure what a dream means? Uh, not exactly, but also yes. The main assumption of this model is that since the dream comes from the client, it's personal to the client, as is the meaning. So if this meaning is concluded on by the client, then yes, you can understand that this is what the dream means. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And so from what you've said so far, it sounds like the therapist here isn't deciding the meaning or interpreting the dream for the client at all. You use the word facilitating a couple of times. I think that's their main role here. That's right. And this extends to the third and final stage as well, which is action. Again, the therapist doesn't suggest any action or give advice based on what's been revealed through the exploration and insight. But the client instead considers changes they could make to the dream. This might sound a bit odd to change what has already happened in the dream. But the idea is that because the dream was the client's creation, they can make changes to it too. And based on what meaning and links to their waking self they've drawn, these changes can extend there as well. The session would end with the client summarizing the dream and action plan and can optionally also choose to title the dream, continue working with the dream through their action, or even come up with a ritual honoring the dream. This sounds really fascinating as a technique. I can see how it could be really useful for someone who pays a lot of attention to their dreams. Yes, that's an important factor in dream work being effective. Not just that the therapist is sufficiently trained in using it, but that both the client and therapist have a positive attitude towards working with the dream. It may not be a good option if the client is skeptical about the relevance of their own dreams. Makes sense. I wish I could have seen how this actually works. My example of my school and mess and grandmother or whatever just didn't seem sufficient. Yeah, I'm of course not a therapist either, so definitely wouldn't be able to show you properly. But the main paper summarizing this model by Hill and Rockland has a really excellent example included with direct dialogues at each stage. So this may be useful in helping you understand. I have linked this paper along with other resources in our research repository as usual. Oh, that's great. I'll definitely look into that and also other studies that show the effectiveness of this model and other contemporary models of working with dreams. So don't hesitate to consider these steps, the three steps to reiterate are exploration, insight and action and the questions involved with them on your own the next time you have a dream that feels significant. It's definitely not the same as working with a therapist, but you may just realize that deeper introspection on your dreams can have some benefits for you as well. Thank you for joining us today. Do share our podcast if you learned something in today's episode. And until next time, sweet dreams. <laughs>